Hello there, my name is Brad. We are Grace Teaching today. And remember to join us at Quality of Life Grace Teaching Ministries. That's over on Facebook. Remember, you're the most important person here because without you, we cannot teach. We learn so we can teach. We teach so we can learn. Remember, we're always a free Grace Teaching page. And so what we're going to talk about today is law and grace. We're going to talk about the difference between the two. Okay, and so we're gonna we want to make it as simple as possible. So this comes from our Law and Grace series. If you're more interested in uh, more of this kind of teaching, uh, subscribe today. If you're listening now, and if you're not subscribed, and uh, we're uh, here to encourage. Okay, so you know, for years in Christ, when I was in Christ. In the beginning, I did works for Jesus. How many of you did that? You know, are you in ministry today because you're doing it for ministry? Maybe you were told that you had to do for Jesus now that you were saved. And that's where I was. But that's not grace, folks. That's law. Okay. We are saved by grace through faith, not of works. It's a gift. It's the gift from God. And so we remember what law is. Law is religion. Law is do. You need to do something, okay? Grace is Jesus saying, it's done. The work is done. Relax and just thank him for what he's done. And so when, when Jesus is uh, on the cross, and of course the beginning uh, of history, of course, under the new covenant starts at the cross. And uh, Jesus drank, he said, it is finished. Then he bowed his head and died. Now, folks, that was the dividing line of history. That's where the new covenant begins. Okay, so if there's any confusion out there at all about law and grace, law is due and uh, grace is Jesus. And he says, done. In other words, it is finished. And so we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the difference between the two. When Jesus cries out, it is finished on the cross, the Greek word used is tetelestai, which actually means to bring to close, to complete, to fulfill. Okay, and so he's basically saying the work is done. Our sins are forgiven. Past, present, future sins we are now complete through our union with Christ. We're no longer needy. We are fulfilled. And so when Jesus speaks in the perfect tense here, meaning something that continues on into the future, it has an ongoing result, an implication. Okay, so when Jesus speaks and he says, it is finished, he's speaking in the perfect tense. Okay. That means it's going to continue on into the future. So say you sin on occasion in the future. What's going to happen is Jesus is going to remind you that it is finished. You're still forgiven. You're still right. You're still loved by God the Father. You're still given the right to be called his child by grace through faith. Okay? And so this never stops. This has nothing to do with performance or behavior. 
The Apostle Paul wrote to Timothy, in 1 Timothy 1.9, he says this, We also know that the law is made not for the righteous, but for the lawbreakers and rebels, and ungodly and sinful, and unholy and irreligious, for those who kill their fathers and mothers for murderers. Basically what he's saying here is this whole system for the body of Christ, the law, meaning to do, is, is not for us. If you're in Christ, righteous means right with God. And so when we're in Christ, when we were made alive in him, that life is what qualified us to be right with God. Okay? So we know the law is not made for us, meaning to do. Okay? We don't have a to-do list. We don't do for Jesus. Okay? And so law is just, again, do. Grace, as Jesus says, it's done. Okay, the law, the do system, is obsolete. Did you know that? When you think about something obsolete, what do you think about? Well, I think about anything that we used to use that we don't long, we no longer use because we have something better. Okay, for me it was, uh, you know, an 8-track. You know, I used to have an 8-track when I was 16 years old in my car. Well, they're obsolete. You can't find them anymore. And they're, they're antiques, if you can. Cassette players, CD players, you know, all of, the, all of these things are becoming obsolete. Hebrews 8.13, the writer of Hebrews says this, When God speaks of a new covenant, it means he has made the first one obsolete. It is now out of date and will soon disappear. Okay, so it's gone, folks. It's obsolete. The old covenant, the law, which says you need to do for Jesus or you need to do anything. You know, you need to do confession. That's no longer under, that's not for the grace believer, okay? Jesus said it was finished. That means he took away your sins. You don't need to do anything. You don't need to confess your sins. You don't need to keep records of your wrongs. And uh, so, remember, when Jesus said it was finished, that means your sins are totally forgiven. Once you're forgiven and right and loved by, the, by God the Father in Christ, that's it. It's a done deal. It goes on forever. We also died to the law, the due system. And now we're married to Christ, you see. Romans 7, 4 says, Therefore, my brethren, you also have become dead to the law, through the body of Christ, that you may be married to another, to him who was raised from the dead, that we should bear fruit to God. You see the difference in relationships there between law and grace? You see, grace is we're, we're married to Christ. We're responders. The only thing he is doing is initiating his love on us. See, under law, it's, it's you need to do this. You're like a servant. You know, you're a servant and you're doing it for Jesus. And, you know, it's, it's, it's law. Okay? That's the difference between law and grace. Remember, Christ is the end of the due system. And Romans 10.4 tells us Christ is the end of the law. As a result, all who believe in him are made right with God. Okay? So Christ was the end of the law. If you are in Christ, then the to-do list is over with. You don't do anything. You just thank him for what he did for you. And so as we look at uh, our need for dependency on him in uh, John 15, 5, he says, I'm the vine, you are the branches. If a man abide in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. But apart from me, 
You can do nothing. So remember that word abide, folks. It just means to live in. It means to live in. It's like we live in Tucson. We don't have to move there. We're already there. And uh, so he's in us. That means he's abiding in us. He lives with us, in us, one with one spirit with him forever. And so remember, those who are led by the spirit are not under the law. Galatians 5.18. Okay, so remember that Galatians 5.18, where Paul says this, he says, we're not under the due system anymore. We're led by the Spirit. So be encouraged. Have a blessed day. Thank you.